Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars up above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Neat the cover of October skies You know the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow You know I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heart strength that plays soft and low You know the night What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz, and I had to bring back my friend, my man, and uh, a gold and precious metals expert, Claudio Gras from Precious Metal Advisory in Switzerland. What's up, my friend, Claudio? I thought, first of all, good talking to you. Um, not too much is going on in the in the in the physical gold market, as you uh, as you already know. Um, I think it's a fair statement to say that, you know, over the last two, three months, the physical trading, especially in the retail market on a global scale, at least in the Western world, came to a, to a halt. So, uh, you know, people, they don't sell, they don't buy, nothing is going on. So everyone is looking for a clear signal. Then, of course, you had, you know, uh, guys purchasing in 2011. So they still went through a valley of tears and they are still on the water. And... Um, yeah, so I think where I just had, you know, I had a conversation with refineries uh, over here in Switzerland, which still are responsible for 70% of the official trades uh, or the official refinery on, on a global scale. And they basically, you know, they basically told me that they have a sound demand. Uh, you know, they are working uh, um, full day on full speed. Uh, because there it's clear that the gold is leaving the West, going through Switzerland and being you know, moved to the East. So uh, I think that's the most important aspect which we really have to witness um, and which we also just to take into consideration. So meaning, you know, the East is still buying up all the gold and the Western world somehow is a bit paralyzed and, uh, and, and people don't know uh, if they should buy or, or not and, and what's going on is the gold market. Well, isn't that usually the case? I mean, isn't, isn't, is not the East a bigger buyer of gold in general anyways? Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the, that's the power, that's the geopolitical power shift we can witness for many years already um, that uh, basically, you know, the gold is going East and at the same time, you know, when you look at all the financial assets on a global scale, 0.3% is in gold and gold-related, you know, products or ETFs, uh, bars, coins, and even mining shares. So there was one guy, he said, you know, the golden age of man will return when man has forgotten gold. And um, I think I think we're pretty close there. No. So... Um, I understand that, but again, you know, look, I, I'm I'm a I'm not the same believer in gold as you are. I'm a believer in gold as a great hard asset to own. I, I have no problem with that. I own gold, and I buy yeah. gold, and I think that it's a terrific hard asset that everybody should have some exposure to. But I am not a believer that gold is the safe haven play that you run to in in times of trouble. Uh, that's not, I, I'm, I'm a believer that gold is a commodity or a hard asset 
and not a, a replacement for uh, anything else. I mean, again, I don't, I don't think gold hedges against your portfolio. Uh, I think that if you need to hedge your portfolio, you do it with other things. I know that you're not, we're not on the same page here, so give me your side of that page. Okay. No, I mean, you know, for me, of course, uh, gold is, for me, gold is not a trading uh, vehicle. For me, gold is really, first of all, you know, the insurance against all the uncertainties in, that are coming with our current system. And at the same time, it also allows uh, to, to uh, you know, to put wealth on the side uh, and uh, which is which is going up over time, uh, so that you really can preserve y- your wealth, and that you that is also um, uh, making sure that you keep you know the purchasing power. So you really can save in physical gold over a longer period of times. And um, so I'm not saying you know I never said that people should move you know everything you know the world is coming to an end. Everyone sh- should move his his money into physical gold. I, what I'm saying is, you know. Right now, I mean, when we look, uh, for me, you know, I believe everything operates in cycles. So, you know, we have, yeah, uh, you know, long-term debt cycle, short-term debt cycle, uh, generation cycles. Um, uh, You know, we have traffic cycles, we have life cycles, whatever. Uh, And when I look at the cycles, the most important one, I mean, then really a lot of them are coming together by 2020, uh, 2021. Uh, And that means, you know, we are going from boom to bust. And uh, for me, uh, finally, uh, you know, I truly believe that we are at the end of a long-term debt cycle. And uh, when we are witnessing, you know, I mean, since you know, the short-term debt cycle, basically, I mean, the central banks were always saying they can basically ease, you know, or get away with cycles. And uh, that's what they are trying for the last uh, decades and especially for the last 10 years. So what they basically achieved was that uh, in 2015 that we had not, you know, uh, not a short term debt cycle. Because when you go back in time, 2015, 2008, 2001, uh, 1949, I mean, you always had, you know, this crisis uh, happening. And uh, in 2015 basically did not happen because also, I mean, the, the Fed basically was tapering. So they did not expand their, their balance sheet. Uh, but in 2015, you have seen you know, that central bank of uh, the European Central Bank, the Bank of China, and also the Bank of Japan basically printed like crazy. And, uh, and when we look into the stock market, then we can see that there is clear correlation between central banking money printing and, and the S&P 500, for example. So, I mean, that's, you know, all these markets, I mean, we are down to zero interest rates, even, you know, in certain uh, areas, minus uh, uh, interest rates and uh, and the central banks try to paper it over and I think you know at the end of the day you have to ask yourself if this is possible if we really can print wealth wealth out of nothing or not and uh, for me I don't believe that this is possible because even when we look at the Soviet Union you know they did not collapse because finally people changed their mind and thought yeah this system is not going uh, it's not uh, lasting for an, for a much longer period of time and now we, we want to return basically the Soviet Union collapsed because it was not possible to, to maintain that kind of system and this is also something which we are going to see in the future i mean we yeah you know 2008 uh, 140 150 trillions of that today 233 trillions it's just exponential but um yeah people you know people don't 
don't know history or not that are not that much interested in history. So uh, you maybe look, they maybe they look back a few years or maybe a few months, uh, but they don't look back. You know what's happened over the last 100, 200 years, and I think that's that's really important to understand cycles and uh, to understand also where we are in these cycles. And uh, as I said, you know, right now, I mean, you know, everything is coming together for a perfect storm. Um, and we don't know exactly when a big crisis is going to occur, but at the end of the day, you know, we are we are at the peak uh, when it comes to stock markets. You know, the peak of all these bubbles, and uh, and at the same time, we can see that physical gold. I mean, you you know, when you own physical gold, then you are an owner and not, you're not invested in it, and it has no counterparty risk. And uh, over the last few thousand years, I mean, yeah, gold is appreciating when you need it, um, especially you know when when the current paper money on credit based system uh, is going down. Now I understand, and listen, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm not saying that you're right. I understand. And like I said, I am a believer in, in gold as a hard asset, but I do know that factually from the inception of the mar of the stock of the equity markets, they've gone up 8% year over year. Now, again, you can say, well, that's all phony and paper, but certainly if you would have bought it at the beginning and taken the 8% year over year, it's gone up more dramatically than any other asset class in the world. And you could always convert that into gold as it rallies, but we're going to step out here for a break because we got more, we got more of a debate going on with my good friend, Claudio Grass from Precious Metal Advisory. Uh, sound money for a sound society and uh, check out check out his website claudiograss.ch and check him out because he's one of my favorites and he understands it and we love to to debate a little bit but in the meantime this is the Bubba show Todd Bubba Horowitz and of course don't forget to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm we're going to step out of here for a break and we'll be right back with more from Claudio after the break the Bubba show Todd Bubba Horowitz are coming right back to you Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with Claudio Grass from Precious Metal Advisory out of Switzerland, my good friend. And, of course, we're having a little discussion today, and he's, his website tells you, which I agree with, uh, sound money for a sound society. So as we left and went to break, Claudio, I said, okay, but the stock market is, is outperformed gold in history. Now, again, I'm, I'm, I'm not against gold. I mean, I'm, I'm more against, and this is, I think, more my point. I think this is part of your point, and I think this is where we have a meeting of the minds. I hate the Federal Reserve. I hate the central banking system. I think that that alone is the, is the cause for much of the crises throughout the world. And it, it kind of reminds me, if, if you're a believer of, the, of some of the conspiracies from, the, uh, you know, from Jekyll Island, then that all makes sense that they do this almost intentionally to create uh, a problem for everybody else while they're actually backdooring and accumulating all the gold. What do you think? Well, um, who is backdooring and accumulating the gold? The, the, the very wealthy, the very, the very people that, does, that set up the central banking system and the Federal Reserve. Well, I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, you know, central banks, I mean, you know, the whole central banking system basically was always based on physical gold. That's how the central banking system came also into existence. And, uh, you know, it was never 100% backed up by gold, but at least, you know, the central banks were able to start their business as a lender of last resort because they had uh, physical gold. 
Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to address that one right right before you get to the next point because I have a – okay, so I say that they never had enough physical gold to back up what they were actually lending out, okay? I say that even today they don't have enough in reserve of of cash – or gold to back up the amount of money on the street, which is why we're seeing this major debt bubble that will pop at some point. What do you say? I mean, you know, central banks, they can really, I mean, today, you know, every every central bank, I mean, if you, be, if you become a member of the International Monetary Fund, you basically have to sign a piece of paper, which is saying that fiscal gold is not an official monetary reserve. So it has been completely demonetized. Um, central banks basically, I mean, what they can do is they can print money out of nothing as much as they want, and they can buy with that money, you know, bonds or you know, stocks or whatever. And that's what we have seen over the last ten years, uh, especially you know, in, in, in a very, in a vast, very accelerating uh, uh, path. So, um, yeah, you, I mean, there the question is, you know, so. so do they have enough money to, to cover to cover uh, their assets or whatever? I mean, it's it's absolutely irrelevant now in the in the in the actual system, because banks, the central banks, they really can do you know whatever they want as long as the people trust that there is a certain uh, that a piece of paper or a, a digital called the U.S. dollar or Swiss franc or euro is, is worth something. But I don't and, trust them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I don't trust them either. And I also don't believe that it's possible to print wealth out of nothing. I mean, you know, if this would be possible, then we would really live in this communistic paradise, uh, which has been described, you know, in a way by, by Karl Marx. And uh, I think, I think, you know, people are really confused because of all the propaganda and also, uh, you know, the education so that they always believe in an authority that they believe that there must be a central bank, uh, that there must be central planners uh, to steer the markets. And of course, you know, if something goes wrong, then they have the nanny state, which is taking care of them. And so they are they are part of that system and they play the game in the Western world. But I think, you know, now we can see that these, you know, the bubble is the bubble is huge. I mean, the bubble is really, really huge. And at the same time, we, we see that the real economy is going nowhere and that in the Western world, basically that they just paper over the problems we have. Uh, but, you know, uh, unemployment is not uh, heading in 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 the right direction, you know, we are talking about zombie companies. Uh, so, for example, in the eurozone, roughly, uh, I think, close to 20% uh, because they just have too much debt, but they're not productive or adding value anything longer, but you have to keep them alive because they, they are so heavily indebted and that might be a problem for the banks. So, uh, you know, there is a big, I mean, it's, it's a big illusion and it's, it's a lot of noise. And um, <clears throat> so at the same time, you know, going back to the central banks, I mean, what, what do we see? I mean, you know, we see uh, repatriation by central banks over the last few years. You know, Germany, Holland, uh, Turkey, just recently, Austria uh, is a new one. I mean, they are repatriating their gold. So why should they do that? When when they when when gold is not money, you know, I mean, it's it's really uh, gold has no counterparty risk, and uh, as I said, you know, in in the actual system, of course, gold is the antidote to the to the fiat money and the paper money system, and um, so. But I think central banks, uh, even in the West, you know, some of them they realize that yeah, you know, we are we are standing, you know. We have a luring banking crisis in the eurozone. I mean, Europe is really under pressure. We can see that, you know, Germany, Merkel was, for example, heavily under pressure over the last few weeks. Uh, we have seen that Italy 
is changing the path. Uh, you know, they have 2.7 trillion uh, public uh, debt. Uh, and at the same time now, they are going against the will of, of Brussels, closing borders. Uh, you know, you have basically a bunch of socialists down there which want to, uh, you know, move Italy forward. So w- no one knows what exactly is going to happen. But what is visible is basically that, you know, even in the Eurozone, uh, the centralization does not work and that there are certain powers which basically go against that. And that of course uh, leads to uh, to uh, instability and and you know a bank you know this eurozone is down to 2.5 percent minimum reserves uh, so I mean and we have you know negative interest rates so I mean what do you want to do I mean um, so th- these are all you know we don't know how it will play out over the coming months or years but uh, as I said you know I think it's important to to uh, to look at the, the really important signals and another signal is the BRICS trading hub uh, which is being built up uh, in, in you know in Remimbi plus uh, physical backed by by physical gold and uh, we have you know we also see that the Chinese are attacking uh, the, the petrodollar system by uh, selling oil futures uh, in Remimbi, also backed up by gold. Um, so I think, yeah, these these are you know for these are the important steps for me. And um, so you know, then you know, in the future we're going to see you know if a piece of paper uh, is going to be worth something or if uh, you know gold has a history of five thousand years, and uh, it's still you know it, people still look at it as precious. And when we look at the 180, 190,000 tons of gold, which have been digged out so far, I mean, 50% is uh, is in jewelry and the other 50% is basically uh, investment uh, gold in the forms of bars and coins privately owned and uh, also central bank uh, holdings. Well, yeah, but again, I, I, also, I also do not believe that the amount of paper gold they put out right now, I don't believe there's enough gold in the world to cover what's out in play right now based on on, on, on the numbers. What do you think? Oh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> that's that's another that's another good point uh, and also another clear signal. I mean, when you look at the COMEX, for example, I think they traded in 2017 uh, 180,000 tons of gold. So basically... Uh, you know, trading volume, uh, which which covered uh, all the all the gold which has been digged out ever in history, in one year. So there, you sometimes you had you know 500 paper claims per physical ounce, uh, readily uh, deliverable at the Comex. So it's a huge paper scam at the end of the day, and uh, and the same goes for the OTC in London. I mean, it's pretty hard to get all the concrete figures, but you know. I saw reports uh, which basically were saying they traded 1.5 million tons of gold. So, what what definitely what definitely is is a fact is that in the Western world, uh, the paper you know paper gold market is uh, tremendously you know is highly leveraged. I mean, but that brings me back to this to the monetary system. You know, I mean, John Axter used to be a board member of the Federal Reserve uh, in the 50s. And he basically came up with this inverted pyramid. And he said, you know, at the bottom of the pyramid is, you know, physical gold. And then every layer on top of it, then you have cash, then you have government bonds and so on. So it's basically it's going up. But this, and that brings you back to, when you look at the whole financial system uh, as an inverted pyramid, then you end up with 0.3%, which basically is, you know, physical gold related. And all the rest is leverage. And so we don't, you know, today we are living in a, in a society, especially in the Western world, we don't own stuff any longer. We don't own, uh, we are always invested in and we are always invested together with banks or with leverage and so on, but we don't own 
goods. We don't own, uh, you know, we don't invest in a company because we want to be owner of that company. We invest in that company because we want to sell it in the in a very short period of time with, with uh, you know, making some money. Um, but we have lost in a way, uh, you know, what it means to be an owner of of, of goods. Hold, hold that thought. This is The Bubba Show. Todd Bob Horowitz will be back with more from Claudio Grass after the break. The Bubba Show. Todd Bob Horowitz are coming right back. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report. Bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got the Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at Bubba at the We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at Bubba at the to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, the Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show, Top of Horowitz with Claudio Gras from Precious Metal Advisory from Switzerland. And uh, Claudio, good to finish your thought about everybody wants to, they don't want to invest the company, they want to invest to sell it. And of course, uh, go ahead and finish that thought, please. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, even look, look at the real estate market, for example. I mean, uh, you know, we, we don't own a house. Uh, we are, you know, we are invested in a house, but we have a mortgage and we purchase the house together with the bank. So, uh, so it's not belonging to us. It's always subject to another, uh, to another entity or to another institution. And, uh, and, you know, we had certain, you know, people have a certain amount available, uh, which they, which they, of, of money they, they own. And the rest basically always needs to be, uh, borrowed, uh, or, or is based on credit. And, uh, and so, so we are in the Western world. We are really in a, in a you know, the, the credit bubble is just is just huge, and now we can see that with this power shift, which is going on from west to east for decades already. I mean, the, the East, the guys in the East, they really consider gold as uh, real money. You know, they always had weak currencies, they had capital control and so on. They never trusted their centralized institution. And even the, the I mean, the funny stuff is that even for the Chinese, I mean, that even the Chinese government were telling their people for years already to buy fiscal gold. So, I mean, gold is coming back. I mean, gold is definitely uh, coming back into the system. And, uh, and the, the future lies not in the West because we are basically just, uh, you know, one person's wealth is another person's uh, debt. And, uh, and the debt uh, levels uh, are basically so huge. And, uh, and with the central banking uh, money printing uh, policy, it just, you know, it's just fueling up a gigantic bubble, which is, yeah, which has nothing than, than hot air at the end of the day. And now we can see this power shift. Uh, and, and I think that should not be underestimated because even for the physical gold market, the power shift means, <coughs> sorry, that, um, you know, in terms of pricing, I mean, today the gold price is is dominated by the Western world, like the COMEX and the OTC in London. Uh, 
on the other side, we see, you know, we, that we peaked, uh, that we have peak gold. Um, so it, you know, I mean, the supply from the mining supply is basically going down, and uh, and so this means, you know, as long as you have less supply but still the same demand, it's positive for the prices. And at the same time, because we see that in the east, I mean, China most likely, uh, you know, the conservative figures are they hold eighteen thousand tons of physical gold in China. Um, so that means in the future, the paper scams in the Western world are going to lose power when it comes to pricing uh, because they will also have less you know central banks uh, i don't know how much the central banks still have left because so far a lot of central banks lost uh, you know sold their fiscal gold uh, towards the east but it's pretty hard to get audits by these guys because uh, yeah you know even the federal reserve hasn't been audited for 50 or 60 years uh, so if the if the mining supply is basically going down um, it's not it's not that we that we end up in a situation where there will be no fiscal gold but of course, prices are going to rise. And because we see that the power shift is going away from west to east, uh, that will also that also leads to the fact that the whole pay, uh, gold market in terms of pricing is decentralizing and it's going into stronger hands and it will be much more dominated by the physical by the physical market and not by the paper scam uh, any longer. The paper scam of the Federal Reserve and the central banks around the world. Now, do you think the Fed and the central banks will ever be audited? To me, it doesn't look like it. I, 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 I also don't know at the end of the day. I think, uh, yeah, you know, the central banks, no, I, I'm, you know, um, I don't think that they will be audited. Um, and I also don't think that they will change anything in the future. Uh, but I truly believe, you know, that, yeah, I mean, everything has an end. And uh, I think also the current central banking system which is now in place, you know, in that form since uh, 1913, you know, when the when basically the Federal Reserve was created, and then by 1971, uh, when it has been decided that the gold, that the dollar is is the only world currency reserve not exchangeable into fiscal gold any longer. Uh, I mean, since then, yeah, look at the debt of the United States since 1971. 98.5 percent of the total debt has been acquired since since Nixon uh, closed the, the gold window. And uh, it's like it's like you know, if if I if I would be indebted, I mean, I can also. I can also go until up to a certain level into that, but one fine day I have to pay them back. And if I'm not able to do that, uh, then basically, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's coming to an end. And I think uh, this is this is what we are going to see. And unfortunately, uh, um, you know, it's also visible that, yeah, the gold is basically uh, in the other, on the other side of, of, of the world, you know, that they are consolidating, that they have the industries, that they have, you know, the commodities, and now they also have the have the gold. I mean, we sold our industry, uh, you know, to China, and and they really become the powerhouse. And uh, so a lot of things are changing. And uh, I, I truly believe people should not underestimate that and, uh, and think about those those clear signals from time to time, because at the end of the day, investment is is has a lot of things has has had a lot of to do with with geopolitics. And I think from a geopolitical level, we are going into uh, a highly uncertain period of time. Well, I think we're always uncertain. I agree with that. But now the central banking system was actually enacted in England in the 1600s, and they're the ones who brought, they're the they're the guys who brought it to us, right? I mean, so uh, that, uh, so that's around for 500 years. So what makes you think it's going to go away anytime soon? Yeah, I mean, you know, the central bank, I mean, 
even 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 the the bank of of England. I mean, uh, when they started, I mean, they were they always had you know, gold was always the the main reserve, and they issued basically paper claims, which uh, gave the people uh, the possibility to exchange that paper into physical gold. Of course, you always had a certain leverage. I mean, that's what we have seen in the 80s when basically the mathematicians came into the banking system uh, and were saying, yeah, you know, we found out that uh, all the gold that the banks is storing on behalf of clients, we can sell 80% of all the gold because people will never pick it up or they don't come at the same time. So 20% is basically finding me a rest, you know, and, and the rest of the money will be invested into bonds and, you know, stuff which basically paid a, a fixed uh, return. Um, so... It, you know, that system, that's why, I mean, that's why, you know, government and central banks should not, they should not deal with money at all. Money must be free. And that brings me to the next point, which is, of course, blockchain and uh, and crypto. Um, you know, blockchain is, is definitely, I mean, it's, yeah, that's peer to peer. And when you look at what's going on in the blockchain technology, even in the institutional uh, layer, I mean, it's really booming. And uh, therefore, I think, you know, even blockchain is here to stay, and uh, and the nature of that of that new system of, of the money of, of the internet money uh, basically is fully decentralized. So it's empowering the individual, and uh, and that technology uh, at the end of the day you cannot centralize it because that would go against completely uh, the nature uh, of 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 the idea and also the technology how it has been built up. So I think, of course, you know, things can change quickly within a few years i mean we are still standing when it comes to blockchain and cryptos we are standing at the beginning but for me that's really the denationalization of money uh because for me the whole blockchain uh, uh, technology uh, is basically leading people back into real assets and in the future we're going to trade property titles on real assets through the blockchain uh, on 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 uh, trading exchanges uh, and i think that's that's another clear signal that it, it's also uh, going pro pro gold because yeah, gold and, and silver. I mean, that's the most liquid. It became money because it has been the most liquid form and at the same time the best store of value over yeah thousands of years. I mean, even yeah, in the 70s, in the middle of the 70s, you purchase with a hundred thousand dollars, roughly 1,800 ounces of gold. If you just put them on the side, I mean, today they will be worth 2.3 million. So without doing anything, so, uh, so that just shows, you know, a longer period of time, and that's also how you have to look at. Uh, of course, physical. of course, if you would if you would if you would have bought the S and P at the same time, that's worth about six point seven million. So I mean, again, I, I get it. I'm with you, and I'm not against it. I'm just saying that you know, a, a good blend and a good mix always is great for general investing. And I think my my this goes back to my original point that gold is a great hard asset. And silver is a great hard asset that everybody should have some representationship in their portfolio of, of investments, kind of like real estate, kind of like stocks, kind of like a, a pr- pretty good mix. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, I mean, no, I mean, gold, of course, I mean, I have, I truly believe, of course, you need to, you know, you can own, you can even preserve your wealth in, in the stock market. 
Uh, I truly believe that. Uh, I know one company over here in Switzerland, uh, the guy that is uh, running that company for uh, 30 or 40 years, I mean, he has a track record of every year he basically uh, uh, performed by 10%. Um, so, and he, he also made me understand that you can become an owner of, of, uh, of a company and not an investor in a company. Because the way, I mean, the way they look at, at, at the businesses you know, the guy always had uh, big money from from big families, and his 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 uh, task was to preserve the wealth, so that making sure that not when everything is going right that it's heading in the right direction, he had to make sure that every when everything is going wrong that the family is not losing all the money, and uh, so he came up with a he basically wanted to build up a collection of assets, and, and therefore he was focusing, let's say, on. Companies which are around 100, 150 years, companies which are old. That are going to be there. I got to put you in. We're going to have to come back after the break. I'm with okay. Claudio Grass from Precious Metal Advisory in Switzerland. Sound money for a sound society. This is the Bubba Show. Make sure you download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. We're going to step out here for a break and we'll be back with more from Claudio after the break. The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz, will be right back to you in three minutes after the break. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with Claudio Grass from Precious Metal Advisory out of Switzerland and Sound Money for Sound... Well, hold on, i got to go back and read what I said there. Sound Money for okay. Sound Society. All right, so you, you brought in a little bit of blockchain and a little bit of cryptocurrencies earlier. Now, I say, in my opinion, cryptocurrencies are real. They're here to stay. And for now, they will give gold some competition, which may be why we're seeing some slow movement in gold recently. But I think eventually they will work together in some form. And I've talked to a couple of companies that are now using gold to back up some of these cryptocurrencies. I know you're not a big fan, but give me your thoughts today. Well, no, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of the technology. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and I embrace uh, blockchain and, and cryptocurrencies because as i said you know it's a denationalization of money it's it's going against centralized institution it's going against the current banking system it's going against central banks it's going against central governments that's basically what i see behind crypto and blockchain uh, so it's freeing you know it's empowering the individual and as i said you know for me i mean of course you know for certain people um, you know it, what what becomes money is always subjective uh, you know, it's up to the people to decide what they want to accept as money. So I truly believe that we have some guys out there uh, which grew up with the internet and so on, and they most likely will will look at certain cryptos as as definitely as money. But I think it's not for the majority of the people. But what I truly uh, embrace is, you know, that crypto and the blockchain allows to, to transfer property titles peer to peer. And this is this is opening up a completely new dimension, and uh, and therefore it's a combination. It's a combination. But you know, for me, the most important. I mean, I have one project which I'm looking into, basically to digitalize physical gold, uh, which is stored in 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 storage facilities, to so give the the, the client the pos, uh, possibility to digitalize a, a physical coin into the blockchain, so that they can trade it in the future or exchanges or whatever. And then I also look into another project, uh, which basically wants to create the gold-backed currency, um, but with some, yeah, with, with certain uh, features. Um, so my goal is, you know, I just I, I am. 
technology can enslave us, but can also free us. And I truly believe in the midterm, uh, blockchain and crypto is freeing the people. And uh, so therefore, it's, it's a great it's a great thing. Well, I think uh, I think in my opinion that the cryptocurrency world is the only free market right now in the world that is totally free, that is unaffected by anything else that goes on and nobody has any effect on it. I mean, if I want to buy it, I can buy it. I can trade it 24 hours a day anytime I want. And I think that that to me is interesting. And I think that's what creates it good. And I like uh, I've interviewed some companies in your part of the world that are starting a, you know, a a gold back like you're talking about where they have this they have it stored based on what they put out. And I think that's pretty interesting. And I think that's going to be really good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there is, I mean, you know, at the moment, of course, it's El Dorado and uh, 95% of all the the ICOs so far have been close to fraud. So people are not delivering um, a free market. I mean, you, you'll see that regulations are kicking in. Governments don't know exactly how to deal with it. But for example, now Switzerland just came up with uh, the, the, the stock exchange here in Switzerland is starting with a fully de- uh, digitalized uh, um, uh, service so that uh, you can trade uh, digital digital uh, assets, uh, property titles in the future. So it just shows, you know, the crypto value in Switzerland definitely is uh, is moving in that direction and it's embracing the new technology. And it sees also the advantages and not only the risk behind it. No, I, I think it's, uh, but again, I, I think that, again, when you when nobody else can determine value, when the Federal Reserve cannot reduce the value of what I'm holding, I think that's that that's the important part that I see of the of the crypto. Yes, there is a lot of ones that are are phony and 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 there's a lot of criminal activity that goes on, but that that goes without saying in anything. I mean, the pink sheet stocks are are, are criminal activity. You know, the 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 Ponzi schemes are criminal. I mean, even the original internet, you know, the of, of the 90s, there was a lot of criminal activity. I mean, you may not want to call it that, but that's what I would call it. There was a lot of phony companies that you they put a dot com next to your name and they exploded, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely, absolutely. So I think, and and I look at it, you know, as you do, you do. Again, I'm I'm very skeptical about certain things, and unfortunately, I was a non-believer in in the in the digital currency in the beginning, and of course, obviously, I regret it now because I did learn more about it, and I think, for example, I do think Bitcoin is going to be like a digital gold. I do believe that. I think that that is where people will go to have some stored value because let's let's face it, you know, if you're in China and you're trying to get out, you can't walk out with a thousand ounces of gold. You're going to have to have something way to get it out. And that the only way to get it out is with like a digital currency that you can have on a flash drive. Yes. Yeah, right, right. But I mean, you can also have, you know, you can own your, your physical gold uh, and, and put it in the blockchain and then you can also take that along. So for me, it's really, I, I think, biggest i mean all this I mean, of course when i look at the crypto and the blockchain i truly believe that there is a new industry uh, starting and uh, so fintech and that you can own when you buy a crypto it can also be uh, it can also reflect you know like a, it's like a stock uh, that you own a stock in that company uh, that you own a share in that company uh, so i think there is a lot of potential um, but i don't see you know that we have i don't know hundred thousands of different cryptocurrencies which are backed by nothing uh, i truly believe that uh, uh, yeah at the end of the day the beauty is that we have that we can trade peer-to-peer that we can transfer property titles peer-to-peer uh, that we can have 
based on that system that we have decentralized law, decentralized communication, decent, decentralized production, and also a decentralized financial system. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I, I believe it will really push the people back into, into hard assets, into real goods. And so that's the combination between the both, uh, both of them. Okay, so Claudia, I know you started something new, and I want you to go ahead and tell the listeners how to get in touch with you, how to see what you've got, and you know, I know that you know you, you've got you sent out some articles and things like that. So tell us about the company. Okay, so I mean, you know, the company is basically it's an advisory company, and uh, I, I built up a network of uh, um, selected partners I'm working with, especially when it comes to physical gold, buying, selling, uh, delivering, uh, and, and storing, of course. Uh, so two of them are in Switzerland, one is in Liechtenstein. So these are my my, my core partners. Then I'm basically in, in in talking to I have a fr- you know good friend of mine. He's basically running his own uh, financial holding, um, but he. he that guy is, is more focused. Yeah, he's really the guy that yeah, you become an owner and you're not an investor. So uh, you need to have a lower time preference and you really want to invest in that strategy because you want to own uh, a company stocks. Uh, you want to own a collection of assets which also endured and, and, pro- and have proven over time that this company is going to be successful and that they are surviving also recessions and depressions. Um, so, you know, so that's another possibility that you can remain invested in the stock market, uh, but without facing, you know, all these uh, volatility uh, issues, because, yeah, of course, sometimes these stocks are not that liquid, uh, because maybe, you know, the company only owns 60, 70% of of the stock titles. Uh, But at the end of the day, they are performing and they are focusing on adding real value uh, on a daily basis. So these are are great, uh, great companies that he basically uh, brought together under this financial holding. And then, uh, of course, uh, because I'm in that crypto valley, uh, I live in Zug, um, I met you know, a few of these guys, uh, also the, the key people behind the, the crypto valley. And there I just look into the technology and I try to, how I can uh, bring, you know, how can I be in, in line with the values I share? Uh, I want to cooperate with people in the crypto valley which share the same values. And I found uh, less than a handful. And so I'm basically focusing now on two, three projects, which, uh, uh, which, so that to give the people also on a regular basis an update of what's going on in the crypto valley based on, on those companies I have selected. Claudio Grass, ClaudioGrass.ch. Make sure you check out his website. As always, it's been great to have you on. I appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me and I wish you all the very best. I always wish you the best, my brother, and I can't wait to start seeing your newsletter that I picked up at cluttergrass.ch. This is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. We'll see you back here tomorrow, same time, same station. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow. Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM.